National Estate Planning Awareness Week just wrapped up. Yes, it's a real thing. And here to give us more insight about it, CBS News business analyst and the host of the Jill on Money podcast, Jill Schlesinger. So this is something that eventually everyone should really think about it. Writing a will, who should get your things when you're no longer here. It's not a fun topic always, but it is important. Where should we start? How do you get started in the process? Well, you just have to understand that this is going to be emotional and it's okay, right? Just to like take a deep breath. Not everybody wakes up in the morning and says, oh my gosh, all I would like to do is do my estate plan today, okay? So there are three basic documents that you need to consider. The first is a will. It's just a legal document. It ensures that your assets are passed to the people that you want them passed to. And that's when people get tripped up a little bit. They'll be like, I don't have any assets. I'm like, well, do you have some money in a bank account? Do you have some stuff? Do you have some intentions about where you want that stuff or those accounts to go? In this process where you draft a will, this is also where you start thinking about your minor children, where you'd want to name a guardian if you have kids. The other two documents are basically assigning people jobs while you are alive. One is called a healthcare proxy. That's someone who makes healthcare decisions on your behalf. And the other is called a power of attorney. That is the appointment of somebody who acts basically in your your stead if you can't do so. So that maybe, I mean, it doesn't have to be so serious. It could be that, you know, you broke your back and you need somebody to actually pay some bills and go online and do that. That is something that a power of attorney can do. Those three documents are really the, the core of an estate plan. Yes, you can do it online. Absolutely. But... Be clear that if there's anything that's a little bit complicated, it's a second marriage, one has kids, the other one doesn't, you want to have specific designations for maybe a special needs child, that's when you need a qualified estate attorney. What tends to be the the biggest challenge for people uh, during this process? Well, look, nobody really wants to contemplate their own death, okay? I get that. But I think the particular challenge that's very hard here is to try to contemplate what you would want to happen in a variety of circumstances. And so, for example, it might be that, hey, I know my uh, sister would be a great parent to my kids, right? But she's terrible with money. So how could (laughs) I leave her? You know what I mean? So these periods of your life where you have to really be a little bit brutal with yourself and say, like, I don't trust this person with all of these roles. I also think that people have to be a little bit clear about when they're leaving assets to people, whether or not those people are ready to get those assets. So, you know, a lot of people will say to me, well, my kids are older. Does it really matter? You know, like they're 23 now. I haven't done the estate documents since they were 13, right? This happened on my podcast recently, and I said, okay, but, you know, is the 23-year-old ready to inherit all of your money in one fell swoop? Is that something you think is really, and then there was like this deafening silence, like, uh, oh, yeah. no. So I think that all of these things are important to contemplate, and, you know, listen, I have been the administrator or the executor on so many estates, and I can tell you that even a really properly planned estate can cause administrative headaches. So be careful about who you are choosing as your executor or your trustee, because you don't need to be a, you know, a money person, but you have to be diligent. You have to really have a ton of administrative tasks ahead of you. That's what being executor is. 
So one thing I'm taking away from this is communication is definitely a big thing, not just with yourself and, and being brutally honest with yourself, but you're going to have to have those conversations with those people in your life. It is so true. Um, you know, I was um, involved in a situation where somebody had named an executor but had not told the sibling, oh, it's going to be my friend is the executor, not you. And the sibling freaked out and said, like, well, wait a minute. I thought I was the executor. No, not necessarily. And I think this is where you come into a lot of problems where you're not telling people, maybe because you don't want to, or maybe because, you know, you're really busy doing other things that are, you know, sort of primary to your process. But I have to be clear, communicating the game plan, it is important, and we really want people to be intentional when you have this process. You know, you have to come in saying, I want to do this because not only will it make me feel better, it's like just get it off my, my plate of things that I have to do that I'm dreading, but because your heirs deserve it, because settling a messy estate will not allow them to grieve. It will actually deter their process. Jill Schlesinger, CBS News business analyst and the host of the Jill on Money podcast. You can check out uh, everything she does, everything she talks about by going to jillonmoney.com. Jill, thanks so much for joining us. We really appreciate it. Take care. Thank you for having me.